2: With your host, the baby face eel, Tonga. All right, guys. Welcome back to Thomas Island Podcast. Welcome back, man. It's a new week. It's summertime. It's July. I want to thank you guys for joining us. I'm your host, Tonga, with my man, the culture vulture, <laughs> Ross Berman. Man, Ooh. guys, I, I got a treat for you guys today, this uh, I got a special guest, somebody that's been uh, been my my homie, my 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 brother from another mother since we were grasshoppers, man. This has been my ride or die since we were kids, man. And uh, we got some great stories for you. But first, let me introduce you guys to John Michael Madden. Uh, hey, what's yo. up,
1: man? How you doing? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me, boys. I'm happy to be here.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for being on here with us, man. I. I I wanted to bring you on here to uh, give our wrestling fans a little treat, a little something uh, about from my past. Not even from my past, from my you know behind the scenes, me, my friends, my family. I I always talked, especially last year, we talked a lot about uh, my background and uh, and you are a major major player in in my life, man. And I wanted to bring you on because I think you're just you're one of the greatest,
1: man. And what uh, shit, man. Welcome, man. Well, cool. First of all, thank you. And secondly, I think you messed up because I know everything about your background. And I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say. So hey. I, I'm just saying sorry beforehand. Because hey, it's uh, all good.
2: It's all good, man. I, I tell you what, you know, I, I let, I'm I already letting everything fly here already. They already know almost everything. If, they, if you're going to throw them something that they don't know already, <laughs> hey, it's all right, man. It's all good
1: but we definitely got some stories over the years for sure that's for sure
0: Hell yeah! This is going to be great because I do. I remember last year because no one was no one was really wrestling, so it was very personal stories. It was your history. This year, it's been back to business, and now we finally get to have a chance to to get back to the personal, get back to some some stories people may not have have heard before. This is going to be a blast.
1: Well, I, I mean, I do have one right off the bat. If, if we're just going to jump into, it, I don't know if you guys do can, it. Take Go care for of it. <laughs> first, or what? Nah. How this whole thing works? But we could just jump right into it because us yeah, right has a little. It has a little something to do with wrestling. And it was, uh, so for those of you who don't know, I have a baseball website. I sell like baseball equipment on the website. But uh, Tamma came to me and he was like, yo, Johnny, I got these shirts, these books. This is like in the beginning of Bullet Club, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So he's like, yo, Johnny, I got this thing going on with Bullet Club. And I was like, oh, this is sick. The shirt looks sick. The, the, the whole everything is awesome. You know, he's telling me about it. He's like, but I got to sell these shirts. Can You know, how, how do we sell these shirts or whatever? I was like, oh, I'll just throw them up on my website. And me not really knowing like what the Bullet Club was or being like deep into the wrestling world, you know, I didn't really know. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll throw them up on the, on the website. I'm sure like one or two people are going to buy it. I'll run it to the post office for them. Yeah, no big deal. I'll do it for my friend. So I throw these bullet club t-shirts up on my baseball website. And literally within minutes, I'm getting bing, 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 bing. <laughs> like, I'm going to the post. I'm carrying like hundreds of t-shirts to the post office. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing over here? He's these bullet club shirts. Oh, I couldn't believe it, man. It was the craziest thing ever.
2: Oh, shoot, man. I, I, I got to give it to him, man. It, it, he, uh... <laughs> Yeah, no clue. Yeah, no idea. And and he we didn't have
0: nobody had a website.
2: Uh-huh. You know,
0: I was gonna say this was like one of the first stories we talked about on the podcast. Yeah. It was like the early days of Bullet Club when you know you were kind of back in in the states hustling. You had talked about how you'd started this bootleg shirt company, but we'd never gotten the chance to like go deep into the details of bootlegging the Bullet Club shirts. So now we we have the bootlegger. We have the uh, the man who, who sent out a lot of those shirts. This is <laughs> we're coming full circle. This is great. Hey,
2: this is before pro wrestling tees was even yep. a thing nobody there was no pro wrestling teas no new, new japan had no like idea mm-hmm. no even like they not, had nothing to even do with like america no no shipment overseas no nothing so i was like man why why don't i do it why why not and and this this guy John was the one that's always been the one that's like, man, you got, you know, you could do this, you could do this, you could do, you could do uh, DVDs of you teaching yep. wrestling, and I was like, oh shit, you know. So he, I'm like, hey, Well, I got these wrestling shirts. You, you want to, you know, you got, you got
1: a website? I said no. Nah, well, you can put it up on mine. I said cool. Let's do it, man. <laughs> oh man, wait, can uh, can we talk? I don't know. See, I see, this is where I'm already getting in trouble here. No, I, no, I want to know if we can pull up that video where you threw me into the locker. Remember that?
0: <laughs> Here's what we'll do here's what we'll do we can't we don't have like the technology to pull it up on twitch right now but if you're if you're a thomas island subscriber if you're on that islander tier we're gonna find a way to drop that either onto patreon the discord we have we have ways to get that that video out there to at the very least the people that are subscribed uh on the patreon so So, hell yeah yeah. let's let's get that i'll put
2: what he's talking about here is a a video uh back in the day uh there was a story there where i was trying to figure out a gimmick for myself and Mm -hmm. i had transitioned. This Is right after, like, right after uh, I got denied by WWE for the second time, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try this GQ Banks idea here. So I was trying <laughs> to figure out this, you know, this slick, smooth, and you know, smooth talking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John was <laughs> he was doing a lot of videos for YouTube, and at that time it was like 2008, 2009 like i hadn't even thought about using like this kind of platforms to promote myself so i went to him because he was a he was way ahead of 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 anybody really in baseball and in wrestling so he he's like hey just do a uh, do a promo right here we'll figure out something i said okay cool so i (laughs) so i had my my gq bank you know aviators on and i had my hair slicked back it was cut down and uh we did a little skit and I grabbed him and I turned around and I threw him into the locker room. And, and I didn't think he was going to go that hard, man, but he really played into it. <laughs> <laughs> and He, he went what? head in first and shoulder second and everything fell apart.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so he said, he, you know, T- Tam is telling me like, all right, well, I was like, how do I do, like, how do we do this and make it, like, I don't want to make it look bad. You know, I want to make it look good for you. So he was like, yeah, just, you know, I'm going to throw you into the locker. Like, don't worry about it. Like, and and it's, everything's going to be cool. You just, you know, hit it into the locker or whatever and just do whatever Mm -hmm. happens, you know, make it, it's real. I was like, yeah, 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 cool. And then he really threw me into the damn (laughs) locker. He
2: he got up and I was like, maybe we should do another take. He's like, oh man, that really hurt. (laughs) He's like, I think that's one take. And I said, no, let's do it again. He goes, no, that really hurt though. Oh no.
0: That is, that's a true friend right there. That is a true friend who will, who will just be thrown into a locker to help you build a character. That is, wow. (laughs) Uh, oh yeah, man! Uh, John, fun, you know, man. John
2: has been has been
0: uh has been
2: through. Even when we were kids, he mm-hmm. we did wrestling like wrestle down on the couches and 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 whatnot, doing power moves, power bombs mm-hmm. on the couches. And I think he was even there at the time. Uh, my my pop was in WCW, and we'd go watch like like the uh, mm-hmm. Beach here in in Orlando yeah. and, uh-huh. and 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 whatnot. There was a, I think there was one when uh, Hulk Hogan turned on. Uh, when he turned into NWO, we were at that show.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Bash at the yeah. Beach '96. Oh, 96, it, that actually just uh, celebrated 25 years. Yeah. Uh, just I think either last week or the week before. Yeah, yeah. That was I outside, that.
1: right? That was the one that was like outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that was cool. That's crazy, man. <laughs> that was
2: there, cool. there's been a few of them that we've done together. So he's as a kid, man. He's seen. Wow. Yeah, he's he's seen uh, he's seen a lot of it when we were growing up, man. And he's got some stories <laughs> with my pop too. Him, his dad and my dad were real close uh, friends growing <laughs> up. So, you know, they, they'd they be drinking buddies, hang out. And there's this thing that we do all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time we drink somewhere, I'd we'll be like, oh, it's okay, our dads did it, so it's all <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, my pop was very <laughs> irresponsible, man. <laughs> <laughs> We can't be going down that road. <laughs> Come on, man. We gotta be better, man. We gotta oh, be better. Man. That's social media today.
1: They tell they tell on each other and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were great role models. Yeah, right. some of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For most they 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 it was very much a do as do as I say not as I've done kind exactly. of. But yeah, no, I think I think
2: that's what I was saying, man. Yep.
0: <laughs> I think that's thing. I think that's every dad's favorite thing. Every dad has a little bit of the Cuz even even my dad who's not he's not Haku, he's not, you know, some big <laughs> He's not, you know, like that, but he still is very much do as I, I say, not as I've, you know, I've done. He's a trial by fire kind of guy. Well, now,
1: we, now Tama and I have uh, young boys and and, mm-hmm. and Tama has a young girl as well. But uh, we were just at the beach together a couple couple days ago drinking. And, you know, who knows the stories our kids are going to have now? <laughs> yeah, our dad did it. <laughs> so we're being, being bad role models as well. So.
2: Oh my gosh! Even even when we don't tell the stories, man, they're gonna have to find out our shit here on social media, man. Yeah, all that, all that. <laughs> we
0: can't hide. Nah, no, the important part is the irresponsibility is is a little more responsible than the irresponsibility of generations <laughs> past. I guess I don't know. I don't know where where we're going with this lesson in parenting, but it de- it definitely uh, is is fascinating because like. I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people who's only I've heard the myth of of Haku, but you were you were a kid who had to like actually actually meet this large intimidating uh, uh, man. What was it kind of like realizing that you're you know you're you're getting to know Haku, you're getting to know Ming or however you know him uh, in in WCW.
1: Yeah, it was weird because I didn't know him as that. Yeah, I knew him as you know Tama's yeah, yeah. dad. You yep. know, like so, it was weird. I didn't really know like how like famous he was until like I was older. You okay. know, like I knew I knew he was a wrestler, but mm-hmm. like I didn't know like I didn't get the, you know, I didn't have that feeling of like you know I knew people would come yeah. up and get autographs and stuff yeah. like that. I knew he was famous, but to me it was just Tam was that you know. Yeah. So it was like it was different. It was weird, but yeah, he was very. Um, and from my perspective, he was very. um Like he would, he he was just like the perfect guy. Like he was Mm -hmm. like, you know, anytime anyone would come up, he was always the last person to eat. Like when we had big meals and stuff, he was always doing the right thing. He was always taking care of everybody. Um, You know, he was just, uh, he was scary. (laughs) He was also very scary at the same time. So, you know, you didn't want to mess with him. But yeah, he was, he was, you know, we were joking about being bad role models, but they were, they were really good role models. Nice.
0: That's that's very cool. That's very. Is there any is there any like, uh, you know, without speaking to there any story that kind of comes to mind of, of you two being kids growing up with, you know, Haku and, and all is, is there, <laughs> like besides Bash at the Beach We or we can actually since it's been 25 years if you want to go in on Bash at the Beach. But is there any is there any like like childhood memory that really kind of pops up to the pops up to the forefront when you think of, of your time with Tama?
1: Well, you're laughing, Tommy. Which one are you thinking
0: of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I was just thinking of the time
2: uh, we were just recently talking about this. Uh, my, you know, this was during our high school time, and uh, John's neighbor was having a party, <laughs> and he uh, was a cop, by the way. He was a cop, <laughs> <laughs> so he's you know he's he's real straight and narrow, <laughs> and just one day he decided to have a party, man, and. Uh, <laughs> John and them, they're all drinking. My dad joins in and he, they're mm. all drinking, you know, and uh, everybody's drunk. And and of course, we're in high school and my man John Madden's drinking with them, getting drunk. And my dad was sitting on, on the couch uh, and John comes up. I I don't know, John, I think it might be better if you tell it, because I'm trying to like put the, the scene together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to like mess this up, man. It's a great story. <laughs> so
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
1: So yeah, just to set the story a little bit more like the, my, we really didn't like party with my neighbors ever. Like mm-hmm. it was like, um it was like a family party for them. Like, I don't okay. know. It might've been like a, I you know like christening I, or something like something like some real formal or something. I've, I've, <laughs> like, yeah no I've had those where like your friend
0: is like yeah come on over and you realize I'm the only one here without your last name this is a little <laughs> yeah
1: yeah oh. so it was not supposed to be how it ended up being <laughs> so uh but we ended up going over there and um Tanga you know came over and mm-hmm. um you know and they like my neighbor was a cop and and uh you know real real quiet and all that no. stuff he had his whole family over there so anyway Tonga brings over a big handle of liquor and (laughs) Tonga and my father and um, myself and we're all drinking. They're handing out shots and everything. Next thing you know, a few hours go by, everybody's drunk over there. Like the whole place is drunk, you know? So anyway, uh, uh, Ming sitting on the couch, there was a couch outside. And so I, I, I see him over there and he says something, you know, funny or smart. So i said oh yeah okay and i go and i lift the bottom of the couch and i lift it up and flip him over backwards (laughs) into the backyard so he's like okay okay my dad is sitting you know those like white plastic chairs just the like basic white lawn yeah so he's sitting in there in the chair and he's laughing because i just flipped tonga (laughs) over in the back so He's dying laughing. you just got rolled in the grass, you big idiot. You know, so (laughs) Tonga comes walking by this way. And my dad's sitting there in the chair and he just walks past him. And all of a sudden just boom and kicks him and snaps this white chair. There's pieces of white chair flying everywhere into my other <laughs> neighbor's yard. And my dad comes up, he gets up, he's like, oh, I think you broke my rib, you big idiot. <gasps> <He> can't breathe, it's <laughs> not like that. And I'm like, oh. And so then anyway, Tonga grabs me and he's he's got me down on the ground. He's biting mm-hmm. my ear. My mom's jumping on top of him. Get off of him, get off of him, punching him <laughs> in the back. And I'm like, ah, you know, he's like, you know, he was just joking, but it was, I was yeah. like, ah, ah, you know, it hurt. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so, you know, we go home, my mom kicked me out of the house. He ends up mm-hmm. sleeping at my house with my dad, my dad's throwing up, I think in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> and so, you know, I get home the next morning and, you know, my dad's like, What happened? I can't believe we just did this. Like, I can't believe we just, the neighbors, like, what are they going to think now? You know, we have to go over there and help them clean up. So we all wake up. We start to go over to the neighbor's house to clean up. And we're like, so embarrassed about what happened. Like, we just ruined their nice family party. We get over there, they're like, oh my God, that was the best night ever. Like, you guys have to come over more often.
0: You you partied your way into their family. That's amazing.
1: So it was uh, it was a it was a good night for sure.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> what? I, and uh the t- you know, little did, did John know that um when my dad was biting on his ears, being he was being friendly, we little did we know that my dad had bitten off other guys' ears was, and nose I,
0: before. <laughs> <real> I was <didn't laughs> gonna say, like this this story had everything. It had ear biting, it had a chair breaking, it had uh shrunken shenanigans. Like this was this was absolutely a haku story. This was uh, <laughs> a haku story well yeah no he's there there are there are archetypes in wrestling man yeah. one of one of those is the stories about your dad so i'm glad i'm glad we got i'm glad we got the the, the version that, that got him in pulled into this cop family clearly he raised such havoc that uh he he gained a new uh a new family wow um, <laughs> I, I do kind of want to go back to this this bootlegging uh, operation that y'all ran in the early days of Bullet Club because like I don't I don't know if you knew this John Tama got in a little bit of trouble for y'all. <laughs> bootlegging those bullet club shirts and making such a, a ruckus he even got he got dragged into bullet club court like there was a uh it it really was the thing that kind of kicked off that that logo that Thomas got behind him was was that that bootlegging run did you outside of you know carrying all of these boxes to the post office and all the hits you're getting on your website did you kind of did you have any indication of like wow this is real this is becoming like something big you know
1: well yeah it all happened so quick it literally like i never heard of the bullet club yep until he came over that one day and he was like uh you know hey I, you know i've got these i've got these shirts or whatever you think we could sell them yeah okay next time he comes over brings this huge box and again <laughs> in my head yep i'm going there's no way we're selling all these like I'm, you know, <laughs> like listen listen buddy I know you're a big-time wrestler, but that's a lot of T-shirts. Like, I didn't say that to him, but that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, you know, come on, man. We're Mm -hmm. not selling however many T-shirts this is right here, man. (laughs) And sure enough, man, I swear, as soon as I put them on, it was like, okay, make it live up. All right, I'll I'll go to the post office next week probably, maybe. We'll see. And it was literally nonstop all day long, and I was blown away. And then I was like, wow. So then I'm like, what is going on over here? Mm-hmm. next thing you know um you know i'm wearing a t-shirt out to the baseball field and i got got some guy going to me hey too sweet man and i'm like what the what the what is this guy saying? like what is going on here and then I, you know and then i started like paying attention to what's going on I'm like yep. yo this thing is huge like yep. this thing is so huge. the bullet club is huge and i couldn't ima- i couldn't believe i was like wow mm-hmm. it was crazy man it was crazy to see it. and how fast like how fast it happened like it literally, it felt like it blew up overnight, at least from my that's perspective. Not,
2: oh yes, super fast. Within like three, three, four, five days, we were already hitting a thousand mark on the shirts, and that—that's when and I had I had to hit them up it Mm -hmm. was only within that week i had to hit him up and be like hey man you've got to shut this down you gotta you gotta take my shit (laughs) off we've gotten too big it it, it moved too fast i said the boys got word of it they're pissed (laughs) off that that i I made the move like this (laughs) i'm making money they're not so they're taking me to full cup court uh, dog you gotta take the shit off (laughs) he's like nah man you're making so much you're selling them like crazy I said, no johnny gotta take the shit off dog
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think i was calling you to get more shirts i was like you're almost out of shirts shirts. yeah i was like you're out of shirts I need more shirts. You're like, no, 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 take it down. Take that, it down. Was, that was it. Those were the shirts we had. I was in
2: Japan and and I had to call him like a few times. Hey, did you take the shirts off? Did you take yeah. it down? He goes, no, not yet, not man. Just doing good. No, like, take the, fuck the shirt off, dude.
0: <laughs> Shut the operation down. Oh yeah, before you get before you get in over your head or anything like that. Oh, man.
1: And then I, I remember seeing one guy post a, post a picture with his shirt in the garbage can or something. <laughs> like <Yeah. a> fan. <laughs> Cause it was like bootleg, like <laughs> people were pissed at like, Oh man.
0: <laughs>
2: like, they're like, I had to do, so the video, you know, I, I added my penance, the boys, so it was, it was gallows. Um, you know, gallows didn't give a shit. He's the one who taught me how to do this whole bootleg yep. thing, but like um, Prince David, uh also known as finn balor you had machine gun and uh to to give a shit but you know our our leader prince david was pissed yep. off about this shit so so i had a you know carl uh, anderson came up with all right he's penance you gotta do an apology to the to the fans i, I gotta apologize to the fans about and, and also my dad for selling him a bootleg shirt and, uh, <laughs> and and uh you know and they're like yeah will you do a refund i said fuck no <laughs> if y'all got a problem with that y'all can come to me personally we'll deal <laughs> with it <laughs> but hey full <laughs> leg man and ain't, ain't not, that that's that's the real deal y'all better hold on to that that's gonna be worth something in the future <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna
2: sign that shit
0: that first run man is the that's the that's the one hey that's that's uh uh what's that grassroots that's bullet club roots right there bullet club Mm -hmm. roots is bootleg
2: roots man that's (laughs) i'm proud of that very proud of bullet bullet club right there it's
0: some it's definitely something to be proud of i mean look where look where we are now um but it yeah it 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 definitely sounds like y'all had a have you without i i don't know without running the risk of of Getting getting in too much trouble. Have, have you guys ever had any other like bootlegging schemes together that you?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure, probably. We're, <laughs> we're we're always scheming, doing doing stuff.
2: We're always think. doing dumb shit all the damn no, time. <laughs> always, always
0: doing dumb stuff. For sure. No, hey, it's a hustler economy. No one can blame you. That's that's why I'm just kind of you know excited. I, well, I'm-
1: I know one thing we used to steal all the time. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Or oh, honestly. shit. Everybody. Hell no,
0: nah, dog. You can't say that shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nah, Let's. Well, uh, you
2: know what? No, nah, cause you know, it, it's, you know, we we're kids and it was dumb,
0: man. And uh, statute, we, statute
1: of limitations. Yeah. You know? we, we, we used to take our parents' cars, you know, at nighttime. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: and, okay. And, uh,
1: this you already know, we, sounds
0: far more harmless than I thought it was going to
1: be. We, we would, yeah, hey, give me the wink when you want me to stop talking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Bye>. stop. <laughs> let, let me tell y'all something. It, it, it used to, so John was the only one who had a car mm. we were in high school. He was the only one old enough and, and his parents would let him drive. Our parents thought we were irresponsible. We didn't need a car at that age. So uh, he, he would be the only one who would pick us up in the morning to go to school or at nighttime, man, uh, when there was parties, he was the only one who could get, get himself over there because no parent wanted to drive the kids to that party, right? Yep. Or even allowed to go. So, you know, I, I used to sneak out of my house all the time. I used to, my parents were real strict, real, you know, first generation Tongans in, in America, man. They don't know America is like land of the free. They just, mm-hmm. they brought their Tongan ways over <laughs> here. and So I wasn't allowed to, to lockdown baby. shit. I was on lockdown, man. So I, I used to sneak out and <laughs> at, at that time we had beepers so beepers mm-hmm. was a, was a deal back
1: then. Yeah, there wasn't no cell phones back then. Yep. there was, but like we didn't have. We were in high school mm-hmm. and we didn't have them.
2: Only mm-hmm. Zach Morris had a had a fucking <laughs> cell yeah. phone, man. Yeah. He had the bricks and not mm-hmm. us. Uh, so, so uh, we used to have codes. of, it, All right, you know, five 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 or one. You know, girls would be like one four three. Right, still used today. <laughs> we had a code like, hey, emergency, I'm ready, come pick me up, all that. So when we sneak out and I, I said like, man, I used to go out my window
1: and- Well, wait, 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 before you get there, like, so we didn't have the cell phone. So to beat me, mm-hmm. he, we had the regular phones, you know, that you took yeah. off the wall with the cord on it, you know, yeah. and his phone was in the kitchen. Mm. So he had to sneak out of his room oh, into man. the kitchen to to beep me and he would be like beeping me like boop and then like try to hide the beep so it wasn't too loud I used to put it under my
2: shirt man so I (laughs) can muffle the damn sound you know and the damn kitchen's right next to my parents room and I'm like so so I you know boop
0: boop and I'm like
2: shit you know trying to (laughs) try to muffle that damn shit and 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 I dial his damn beeper number then put in the code so that took like 15 minutes of just like (laughs) slowly trying to not you know not punch the numbers together to hear like a damn doot, 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 doot. so and then quietly I, hang up the phone <laughs> So like i hang up the phone and then i get to my room i gotta sneak out out the window and that's a whole like ordeal man because you gotta you gotta pull up the blinds and the blinds make all kinds of damn noise i used to have those like mm. uh whoa, what kind of this is like metal blinds, you know,
0: like you get turned, but if you yeah, like, like the 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 like the the vertical ones where they yeah. like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I yeah, we had those blinds. Yeah, you <laughs> know, pull that a up, put it real
2: slowly, <laughs> yeah. man.
0: I, I'm t- I had to pull it real slowly, get get it all the way up, and then
2: you know the windows is a lock from the inside, right? This mm-hmm. So you pull pull that up, sneak out, then I had to run, I had to like climb over the fence, jog all around my block. Try to get go far, far as far as I can away from the house so nobody can hear that him come drive up. Ah! Go go to a stop sign and wait there, man, and just hope that he got my damn beep, you know, and come <laughs> like come over. So you know, and, yep. and most 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 days that would work. He'd come yep. pick me up, and I I go. I'm like, all right, cool. We'd we'll be on to parties. Well, one day, man, I I go through the whole stages, man. I I'm beep, you know, I. <laughs> holding the damn phone yep. under, under my shirt. I dial him. I send a number. I send the code. Yo, I'm ready. Come pick me up. So I sneak out. I sneak out the, the window and I'm going out and I went in by the stop sign and I'm there for like 15 minutes. And it's like, Holy damn, shit. it's midnight already. Yep. Like, Nobody comes to pick me up. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I sneak. I had to go back, sneak back in the house, go back to sneak to the, to the <laughs> kitchen, take out the phone, call his as ass again. <laughs> Beep him again and go back out, and then I had to sneak back out, go out to the stop to the stop sign, and wait another fifteen minutes. I'm like the dude ain't coming. I'm yeah. like, what the hell, man? So I said, you know what? Forget it. I'll, I'll just run to his house. <laughs> he's, he's about he's about like, what about a, about two say, three miles.
1: I say it's about two miles two miles away
2: <laughs> two <laughs> miles away. So it's it's one o'clock in the morning already, uh, and I'm like I'm you know I'm I'm nervous. I think every car that's coming is either my parents or a cop, you know, yep. in the row. So I'm like, every time I see it, like headlights coming from whichever direction, I'm diving into the woods, man. Low crawling, <laughs> waiting for the car to go by, get back up, run. I yep. get to his house, man. I'm sweating. I go by his window and, uh, you know, his light is on. I look over and he has, you know, the basketball players wear the headband, you know. Yep. He has the headband there and he's got the beeper, beeper right there strapped. And it's vibrating his face while he's <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I say, just son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 I like, so wow. I, had to go, I, had to, I had to go through, I had to go knock in the other window, his sister's window. She let me in. I go, I go in his room, I slap him awake. And I'm like, hey, man, come on. What the fuck, man? he's like, oh, you ain't beat me. I was like, son
1: of <laughs> a bitch, dude. And then the <laughs> thing's sprayed. I, I got the beaver <laughs> on my hat. I got drool coming out. Man, you didn't beat me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was
0: waiting for you to beat me.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, dude.
0: Ah, oh, that's... <laughs> yeah so it's uh i mean that's as high school. this oh yeah yeah <laughs> i i just i love the lengths that you're going to to sneak out at like t- at midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m because let's be realistic what even even in a city what are, what's, what are you gonna do at 2 a.m except just not be at home like that's the thing i got out I'm going to stay out for a few hours and then I'll go back. Like that was, that was that, high school. That, that yeah. was the easy part. The, yeah. That was the greatest,
2: easiest part. The hard part, the one that I was most nervous about was coming back home and try to oh. sneak back into my house. Cause you know, I, you know, everybody knows my, my dad is tough, right? He's, he's haku. He's got all these stories, yep. right? But nobody knows yep. my mom. She's the one that keeps everybody in check. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm coming to the window and I'm like slowly opening it from the outside. I had to leave it cracked, right? Because if it yep. shuts, man, it locks from the inside. So I'm, yep. I'm lifting it up. Um, I'm pushing the the blinds away from the window and I'm sticking my head in. And the and the one thing that goes through my mind is either my mom or my dad standing there in the dark, waiting to chop my head off like a guillotine, hey. man. So, <laughs> so that's 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 my my was my biggest fear was coming back home and <laughs> and going through that. So. <laughs> It, everything else was easy that was my biggest oh, yeah. fear that's once the party was over i i was like oh shit and i gotta get yep. now i gotta get back in man <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, i gotta to get the, back into my cell so. <laughs>
0: it's when the fear starts getting to you what, <laughs> what about you john was it the same kind of terror when you were trying to get home or was it which which was which was the more the struggle for you getting out or getting back in
1: well man i i my parents didn't really they didn't they really didn't have too many rules so okay it was, it was more laid back matter <laughs> of fact a lot of times uh, Tama would sneak out and come over to my house and my parents would be awake <laughs> okay. at like 11, 12 no. at night. And he'd come in and they'd be like, hey, what's going on? You know, and they'd be hanging out and stuff. My mom didn't know until like a couple of years ago that he was sneaking out that whole time. <laughs> it was like, I, I just thought he was hanging out in the house. <laughs> so, Amazing. So. I'll be like, hey Mr. Jay, how
0: you
2: doing? She's
0: like, hey
2: Tama. I was like, yeah, I'll be writing here, John on a piece.
0: Okay, but yeah, this, yeah, it sounds like you you had a similar relationship to your parents that I had, where it was, a, I'm going out, okay, and then you just you just left because there was there was no one gave a shit. Uh, <laughs> that's that is. Uh, oh. I, I, it's it's a movie. It's it's absolutely a movie. <laughs> oh Oh one
2: hundred percent, man. I, I think you know it was a, one of the greatest things of having like uh, a childhood friend was all the all these memories we built up. Um and it has been great, man. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> the college the college years, even when we like split, he went to college, uh mm-hmm. I, I went to the military there was still we'd still meet up he'd either fly into uh we'd go visit my other brother Tangaloa yeah. in el paso he was playing football uh he'd we'd both fly over there and go watch some of his games hang out for the weekend and then he'd go back to uh auburn he was playing baseball oh, wow. for the university of auburn and i was uh still out of missouri whiteman air force Base, missouri so mm-hmm. and there was other times uh, shit I I'll, I'll just tell it right now man i there was a the time it. um i was in missouri and uh, <laughs> he was playing baseball in Auburn, and I think there was like my my, my brother, you know, Tangaloa was going on spring break from El Paso, so he was flying he was flying home, and he's like, yeah, I think I might I might go up to my drive up from Orlando, Florida, up to Atlanta, and I might just swing by from Atlanta to Auburn mm. and and visit John Madden. And I was like, oh, I said what? I was like, oh shit! And you know, I got FOMO, I, and I'm not I'm not you know I got fear of missing out. So yep, it's it's Thursday. It's, it's Thursday night and I'm working the mid, midnight shift, and I get off Friday morning. At, I, at that day, I got off at four in the morning. It was and,
0: early.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> so so uh, four o'clock in the morning. So I'm in I'm in uh, Naumonster, Missouri, like almost like central Warrensburg, Missouri at the time. And um, so I I get off at five o'clock in the morning. I I call John up in Auburn and I'm like, Hey man, what you doing this weekend?
0: He's like,
1: what, what, what time is it i was like what are you doing this were you doing anything He's yeah, like, so no. first of all, just to jump in and give you my perspective like yeah. we're not talking every day like you yeah. know we would catch up uh, mm-hmm. you know we, you know we hadn't seen him, but every time we caught up it was all love and, and like we never <laughs> left each other or whatever but you know it was like maybe a couple months had gone by since i talked to him and so i get a call at five at four or five in the morning or whatever yeah. i'm like oh my god something's a matter you know i yeah. wake up i'm like what's yeah. hey what's what's going on man He's like, "Hey, what are you doing today?" I'm like, "Bro, what, <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing today?" <laughs> you go,
0: you go from the other hive. Like, my boy needs me. He, he's calling me. at 4 a.m. It's an emergency. Oh, he's just he just. Okay. I mean, yeah. it, it, I'm sure you guys ended up meeting up, but like yeah, that is very. It does yeah. it does kind of add add perfect context to the fact that like you you thought he was calling you with
1: something like bro, yeah, like like yeah, he's someone. calling me at five in the morning yeah. on a Thursday or whatever. What was it, Friday? Friday morning. Oh, yeah. yeah, on a yeah. Friday morning hey what are you doing um i got to go to school in like two hours and then i got baseball practice or or a game or something and uh he was like all right man i'll be there in 10 hours or some like that (laughs) i was like uh all right see you later man (laughs) and sure enough he drove however i think it was like 10 or
2: 12 hours wasn't it yeah it was like we 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 were supposed to be 12 hours we we beat it in like maybe 10 or 11 hours we got there like in the evening, Friday evening. I had to convince one of my other buddies, uh, buddy Seth Tickle, to uh, he was my roommate and we also worked <laughs> together to to join me jump in the Wait, car. Wait, hang on, I need
0: to make sure I got that name right. Seth Tickle, his name was Seth Tickle, Seth Tickle, Tickle man. Okay. His first name is Seth. I just, just want to make sure I got. It, <laughs> I just want to make sure I heard that right.
2: Keep going, <laughs> Mr. Tickle's man. And he hates that name, <laughs> but he's the one of he's one of the greatest bros, man. And uh, I convinced him to call off from work call in and jump in the car with me and drive to auburn university and uh so we hop in my, my ride and we just started driving i think we started driving like maybe eight that morning maybe seven mm-hmm. i i can't remember but we get there and you know we we like just speeding man and <laughs> i wasted more gas <laughs> trying to speed than, than if i had just driven regularly man
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i we get down to auburn it's like i think about four or five uh in, in the in, in the, in the evening mm-hmm. we walk in and man, I was like, you know, I've never, I, I never had the uh, uh, college life experience. So I was lived it through my, my friends, John, mm-hmm. or my brother, we come in and he's got his, he's got this, uh, he's staying in a, it was at a house. There was like a four or five bedroom house. And uh, he had like two or three roommates we walk in and John and I spent the whole day cleaning the house you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so <Yep>. he, said, <laughs> he spent the whole day cleaning the house just because we we're coming and uh so i get there and he's like hey what's up you guys you know i you know you guys make yourself home i got i gotta you know i still got class i gotta get mm-hmm. to this baseball practice i mean baseball practice i gotta get to cool here's my roommate this guy this guy this guy and uh one guy's holding a uh a, a cake a birthday cake and the other there's two other guys just like mm-hmm. <laughs> look at you know hey what's up man come on join the party and uh and John left for, for baseball practice. So you know, as soon as John walked out the door, these guys had, guys had a cake fight inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> this started throwing shit at the wall. Cake was everywhere. I mean, the house wasn't even cleaned for barely an hour, and, and it's already trashed with cake <laughs> everywhere. And uh, and so I, I look I look at the guys and I'm like, all right, this is great. This is college. Like, cool, man. I so I said, hey, uh, nobody had there was no alcohol. Yep. and I was like, "Oh, hey, me and my buddy, me and Seth Tickle, we're gonna go grab some beers, man. Is there anything you guys like?" And they're like, "Uh, just get whatever you want." So me and Seth, we jump in the car, we we go out, man. We we dip. So uh, let me jump. Let me jump in real quick.
0: Yep. And then I have a follow up question. But jump in. Jump in. <laughs> okay. jump.
1: So just to set the story a little bit more, it was uh it was four bedrooms with okay. so four guys live in there and then we had a fifth bedroom bedroom with a hot tub in it and then like a big living area where you know like the living room area right in the middle hmm. And, uh, so anyway, coming to, coming to find out afterwards, after I got home from practice, you know, my, the, the house that we lived into was like the party house. Like we, you know, Mm -hmm. we had, we, we thought we were cool, you know, we were drinking a lot and, you know, we thought we were like the partiers or whatever. So when, um, Tama and Seth left, and this is all I'm hearing from my roommates when I get (laughs) back, you know, the next day or whatever, from their perspective, when, Tama was like, Hey, you guys want anything? We're going to go grab some beer. They were like in their heads, they're going, Oh, watch. They're probably going to come back with like a 12 pack or something. They don't know how much we drink and, you know, yeah. college guys, you know, they think, you know, they drink a lot. Cause they're in the military whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that's all, this is all happening while I'm still gone. So then yep. Tama and Seth head to the store and then you can take <laughs> it from there. We,
2: you know, we come walking in and I had, I had eight, 24 packs, and and okay. my buddy Seth had a 824 pack so we had we had 16 24 packs walking in walking into to the house man and uh holy <laughs> shit
1: <laughs> I think it was at, I think it was at that moment my roommates and Tama and Seth became best friends, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" for
0: for those the, for those doing the math at home, that is three hundred and sixty-four beers. <laughs> <laughs> Just did a quick type
1: up. You so, got
0: sixteen twenty-four packs, three hundred sixty. My hats off to you! Cheers.
1: <laughs> so now here's the thing: baseball practice, a baseball mm-hmm. college baseball practice, about three hours long. Yep. I was gone for maybe three and a half hours. I come home and there is cake all over my house that I just cleaned. Yep, there is half of those beers that they bought are gone. (laughs) They are crushed, thrown in the middle of the living room floor. I walk in and I see guys standing on top of my couch, diving off into the empty beer bottle, (laughs) bottle, Pile in the it's. middle of my living room, and they're just going. All of them are going crazy. They're all the I was gone for three and a half hours,
2: screaming "Macho Man Randy Savage"
0: with elbow drops off the couch. Dude. Oh my god! I swear to God, I
2: swear to God, that's what was happening.
0: Well, and, and I I gotta know, John, were cake fights like a thing that happened at your at house, or this Never is house. just. This is just they had a cake. Maybe they'd seen that you were cleaning all day. And we're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get weird with this cake. Like what? Was it someone's birthday? Why it did was they somebody's have Somebody's
1: birthday. Okay, it was somebody's okay. Birthday. So-, so that kind of plays into the story too, because so my other roommate had a friend whose birthday it was. So he invited a couple friends. Okay. Tama came, Seth came, another one of Tama's friends came up. Ellison came up, right? That was the same yep, time. Yep. Okay. Uh Tangaloa came up. Um another one of our friends, yeah. Matt, came up. <laughs> My other roommate had a friend that came over. We ended up having like 20 people staying in okay. our house that weekend.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a recipe for a party. That's a recipe for a yeah, pretty righteous rager. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so that was so 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 we're trying to figure out sleeping arrangements or whatever. Well, I mean, we really didn't try, but you know, people were sleeping on the couch, the floors, the box springs, you know, just literally just bodies everywhere just laying around the house at night. And uh, there was one night, I don't I don't remember which night it was, but one of the nights that, that you were there, this was just a, a long weekend, everybody's sleeping. It had to be 3 or 4 in the morning. Yeah. Four, and yeah. <laughs> all we hear is, ah, like a death scream. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah. And so what happened?
2: I don't even remember, Tam. You remember? Yeah. One of the, the birthday boy had taken... I had taken Pepper, dumped it all in his hand, went up to his buddy that came up uh, to visit him while he was sleeping and threw it all in his face. So the guy woke up with Pepper all in his face and and he gets up and he's screaming. (sighs) And I I don't know these guys, so I'm like hungover and I'm just laying there. So I turn and try to act like I'm not hearing it, right? So uh, yep. he's, screaming, yep. he's screaming right in my next to my. He's like, I'm blind, I'm bl-
0: I can't see, I'm fucking blind. Help me, somebody help
2: me. He does it for about like 15 minutes straight, man, and all of us oh, just act
0: goodness. like we don't hear nothing and try to sleep through it. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, look, the louder the scream, the more likely it is you're witnessing something, and that's that's a whole that's a whole other rigmarole.
2: Oh shit. Man, the the whole that was the that was the first night. That was the first morning we woke up the next day, right? So we get there. That was that Saturday morning, Saturday night that we we hit like a college party, and you know it's smashed. It's it's Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people everywhere. It's a football party, so. Yep. You know, I you know, I'm trying to be cool. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta I gotta be somebody. I got you know, and then the first thing that you know, you got football players there, you got cheerleaders everywhere, you know, you got my boys who are baseball player, and I, yep. you know, I grabbed my other I had my two uh military buddies with me, Ellison Coons and um Seth Tickle. Mm-hmm. I was like, we gotta be somebody. We can't just be military guys, man. We gotta be we gotta be somebody cooler, like somebody yeah. in college or something. And uh, like, all right, all right. I said, Yeah, man, I'm gonna be a soccer player. <laughs> 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 My buddy's like, I don't think that's cool in college, bro. <laughs> I was like,
0: oh, I hold mean, I mean, on, oh, what? <laughs> Are you sure, man? What if What if I was like a like a you know overseas guy, came from overseas? <laughs> yeah, no. If you're if you're a soccer player with an accent, it's a cool thing. Yeah, player, yeah. We really like, Amer- Americans <laughs> in soccer. We 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 we're working on it. <laughs> we're getting there. Every, we're getting every, there. every this few, is, yeah. This is, this is two thousand what? Two thousand four or five yeah, yeah two thousand four. Yeah, if <laughs> you still... if you if you throw on like the Queen's English or something, absolutely yeah. you would have been so cool. <laughs> but if you're just an American soccer player, they're like <laughs> oh
2: shit, it was bad, man. It was yeah. so bad. For,
1: so... <laughs> for anyone familiar with um like Auburn culture, it was eight, yeah. it was a uh, A day, like A game day, like where they okay. had like the big scrimmage. So it was like a big weekend tons of people in town mm-hmm. um, obviously in our house alone we had 20 people was, yeah same throughout the whole campus and that party was literally absolutely packed like you could it was around a pool and mm. there was just like it was like you couldn't even hardly move around the pool and <laughs> I, I i remember one of my roommates and and nobody's swimming in, nobody's yeah, no. swimming they're nobody's
0: just kind of just lazily like either yeah. in the pool or around it yeah it's, it was kind of cold it was like yes. uh it was we just coming out of winter it was oh shit spring, okay so, so no, the,
2: you know so the pool was, was a in,
0: dare the pool was a dare at
2: this point yeah okay. and gotcha. of course you know everybody everybody spread out we, we we lose everybody everybody's trying to figure out how to mingle pick up chicks or whatnot mm-hmm. and uh you know, we're about in there for about probably 30 minutes. All of a sudden you hear this commotion, right? And, you, and everybody's like, oh shit, you know, this big commotion and all of a sudden you hear the splash of water. And mm. then I'm like, oh damn. So we all go try to look who, who it is. We're like, oh shit, what's going on? Who's, who's fighting? We look in there, man. And it's a guy that got his face thrown with a pepper, man. He's the oh, first guy no. in there. He's, he's like, one of the football players threw his ass in, man, because he was annoying as shit. So, this, so,
0: this guy's having a weekend. He gets pepper oh. thrown on him. Apparently, he gets thrown in the pool. Eventually, you have to start wondering if this is the dude. Oh, this this is the dude, man. I guess that everybody oh. uh, he, he was kind of like the jackass guy. Oh, man. <laughs> he, was, he was the steve for the weekend.
2: <laughs> uh. we, we, we go we go hit up, up uh the next day john has yep. a baseball game right and so we go watch that we come we come back after his game there's a there's a, actually it was that saturday before the football party you, you had you had a baseball yeah. He had a baseball but game we have day.
1: so in college baseball you have games friday night saturday night night and sunday night you have three uh three game series so i had games all these all yep. these nights
2: Oh. <laughs> we, we we go watch the game uh uh-huh. he's, he's done probably like at 2 or 3 p.m we 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 come in and uh we come back to the house man and his roommates and they're all in their underwear pulled up like like a thong oh no there's a, there's a slip and slide they had this like things on the yard just long you know you just pour water and just run and slide down it right and yep. they're awesome you know, there's a slime and they they see us. Hey guys, guess what today is? And I'm like, yeah,
0: okay. And they're like, yeah, it's Gay Day, and I'm like, there's a there's a thing called Gay Day, all right? Okay, and, yeah. And this was you're the- getting the, you're getting the full college experience, Tommy. Oh you man, the first there's night there's a cake fight. Oh, you show up God. the next night, somebody gets thrown to the football. <laughs> you got people in their underwear. This is this is college. Welcome this to college. Is college.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everything that I saw on like you know party house or yep. or on or, 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 or TV. This is right there at Auburn, man. So get yep. it all in one weekend. And uh, it, it was nuts, man. It, I couldn't I, I think my liver was shot. I my experience was like through the roof of college and that's all I could take. You know you know how you go somewhere yep. and be like, all right, that's my feel like Vegas, right? You can only yep. come in any party for the weekend. Yeah. Like all right I can have my feel I can't live here. No. But I can come and check it out and dip mm-hmm. and you know enjoy it for the weekend. You know and have uh, by by, i think it was sunday sunday morning man me and Seth had to get up early in the morning and head back we had a we had a 12-hour ride to go back to missouri i had to be at work that night at 11 at night so i had to get back oh man we wake wake up man we we're trying to figure out where all our clothes our our stuff is we're we're trying to rush and get out of the house and
1: uh (laughs) so 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 they wake up it's bright bright early in the morning they're like hey man we're we're getting out of here. And I'm like, all right, man. So I walk him outside and Seth just rolls out of bed, gets up, throws up in my front yard. <laughs> and then, and then uh, they get in the car and they're like, all right, we'll see you later. And I'm like, all right, see you guys. And they took off drove all the way back to Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. that
0: That's, that's insane. And, 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 you, and I'm sure you made it to work, too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. 100% hell yeah <laughs> was i able to function at work mm. yeah. but you were there and that's <laughs> the important there. that's what that that is true as much as we talk about how the college experience is showing up and seeing the cake fight and all that the true college experience is going through all of that and then showing up to either class or work or whatever and being like all right i am here i can't do much but i'm i'm here so mark it uh, <laughs> for but, we- uh, for weeks
1: after that no. you know we would just walk through the kitchen and if we were hungry we just Swipe at the wall. <laughs> Literally, there was cake everywhere for probably a month after that.
0: Oh my god! And we would just eat it off the wall. You worked so hard. You worked so hard to clean that place, John. And oh, look, uh, look how they treated it. Yeah. Oh.
1: Tell you what, it was worth it.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's it it, it. it sounds like an, an an insane an
1: insane time over it over a good old Auburn. <laughs> and then like for weeks after that that they were like hey where's your uh uh soccer player friends man they were cool I'm like, soccer <laughs> player friends? i didn't know they were telling everyone. Well, were at least players. at was least like, it that took. wasn't me you're thinking somebody else
0: <laughs> at least at least they believed you you may not have done the accent but they believed you were a soccer player he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. brown he's a soccer player <laughs> You just have to throw in like one football or footy and they're like, Oh yeah, no, oh, you're right. a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I believe show up, in uh, a ran- or show up in a random polo. This is totally my uniform. This is what I <laughs> this is what I wear. <laughs> uh, go England. Yeah. Go- eh, eh, Forza Italia. The Forza- <laughs> they won the cup. The the cup they went won back to cup. Rome. Um but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that definitely sounds. Now, what how do how do I put this? What do you how do you feel like uh the University of of Auburn prepared you for the world at large, John. What was your big like uh, takeaway from from the Auburn experience? Since we've 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 done so much about about Auburn in the past like twenty minutes, what's like the what was the Auburn experience for you? Summed up as best you can.
1: Yeah, it was that that was pretty much it. It was like okay. that. It was uh, it was a party. It was fun. Baseball wise, taught me a lot. I ended up getting drafted and playing mm-hmm. professional baseball from there um yeah it was it was cool learned a lot it was you know the way i like to think about it if anyone doesn't know about auburn it's very much like if you ever seen my cousin vinny the movie yes vinny? so i was i'm from florida but i'm not like from like i'm not a southern guy like exactly alabama, alabama is southern like mm-hmm. that's where auburn is and it's very very southern like everybody is very southern so i felt like those guys and my cousin yep. vinny mm-hmm. going to auburn alabama so it was kind of like Um, You know, from that perspective, it was fun being kind of like a minority, if you will, kind of outsider. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was, it was a fun perspective and it was cool. And I learned a lot, loved it. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun. Nice. (laughs)
0: I love. That. I like. I like the my cousin Vinny analogy. I've definitely had because I'm I'm originally from upstate New York. This was actually we were talking about this before we went on the uh, on the air. You end up playing for the the Binghamton Mets, and I I grew up just outside Syracuse, for the Syracuse Mets uh, play. It's all part of the same farm system for the the Mets organization. Uh, but yeah, like you get. You get like just a minute into Pennsylvania, like in the middle of Pennsylvania, and you start getting that vibe of like, what is a hominy grit? What is, a, what, what do you mean by two Utes? Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely interesting. Tell us a little bit more about, about your kind of, because you, you talked about how when Tama got you into bootlegging, you, you already had like a site set up for merchandise. you got a, a number of uh, baseball jerseys behind you right there. Uh, have you always been kind of a, a col- an avid collector of memorabilia?
1: no 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 so this is uh actually i sell these boxes the shadow boxes on my website okay that was like one of the first things i started selling mm-hmm. um these guys are just all friends that i played with so all badass you know, you know there's a couple mlb all-stars and stuff i got a actually i got a, a rick bond jersey over there if anyone knows from uh mm-hmm. really the movie major league yeah philly chapel for love of the game <laughs> and then all the, all the everybody else is guys i played with or or trained with or whatever so very cool uh just a fun collection for my office but yeah i had when i got stopped playing i i figured i had to do something you know Mm -hmm. how to get a job or whatever and i was like man i really don't want to get a job so i started selling (laughs) baseball stuff and making youtube videos and it's it's luckily worked out for me so
0: Hell yeah. And, and tell us a little bit more about the YouTube videos. Cause you're also, you're, you're getting into, you've got like a program to help people, to help coach people into becoming better pitchers and all, all that kind of stuff. How, what is, what has that YouTube experience kind of been like uh, for you?
1: Oh yeah. Awesome, man. It's, it, it's been cool just because of the, like the feedback that you get mm-hmm. from like, you know, a lot of, for me, it's a lot of parents of younger baseball players are just like happy, like, man, this helped me so much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's so fulfilling. Like yeah. you know, I'm like, I, I get messages like that all the time. So
0: I was I was gonna say because it, it you really do you it, yes you talk about the physics of of baseball and and pitching and all that, but you really go into like the mentality and and you know kind of getting your getting your head right to 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 carry your team because when you're in a pitching position, you're you're kind of you're 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 the be all and end all of that team at least until the ball you know goes into play. And so how did how did you kind of strike up upon that? Not necessarily that kind of motivational aspect of it but just just the mental side of the game what what kind of inspired you to really
1: focus on that you know what's funny it was at auburn it was at auburn that i figured that out like i was always a good player i was bigger i'm like six four Mm -hmm. um you know at the time in my playing days i was probably 230 pounds okay you know i was always a big athletic guy um but it was uh it was at auburn when i when i figured it out like figured it out mentally i -hmm. always played scared and something happened um i was i was taking ground we we would do this thing called um pfp pitchers fielding practice so i fielded a ground ball and i went to throw it to first and i would always hide in the back of the line like you know Mm -hmm. be the last guy to go and then so i I wouldn't get as many reps Mm -hmm. i remember picking the ball up throwing it I airmailed it into the stadium and like wasn't Mm -hmm. even close and i just remember being embarrassed embarrassed and I actually did that in a game too. One of the games early in my senior year, Mm -hmm. airmailed it into the stadium, you know, and it was terrible. And I I remember saying, listen, this is my last year. This is my senior year. I'm either going to go full out with no playing, not playing scared at all and just go with full conviction and full belief, or, you know, this will be my last year playing because I'm not doing anything. You know, I wasn't like those scouts were like having me on their radar or anything. Mm -hmm. So I just decided right then, like that's it. So every day at practice, I started being the first guy in the, in the line mm-hmm. and, and, you know, getting as many reps as I could and saying my attitude basically just switched to almost like, I don't care if I fail, like I'm going to give it go hundred percent. And if I mess up, okay versus going I hope I don't mess up I hope I don't
0: mess up yeah because that, that can really that can screw with people so much the uh, the fear of failure is, is sometimes bigger than the fear of of anything like a fear of yourself fear of anything just the idea of letting someone down can really mm-hmm. really fuck with you and so if you just say screw it I'm gonna either do it or I'm not going to do it but either way I'm here that's a yeah. bit I mean that it it is kind of like a, a big key again that that cites uh, you go pro baseball right that's the name of the the program you've been kind of helping people mm-hmm. with.
1: Yeah, you yep, so, absolutely. You
2: it on
0: your YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, go
2: ahead. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, John. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I, I was just I was just gonna say it's like that was the year or two or that when that when I made that decision to switch. Yep. That's when I that's when I started I literally dominated. I set all kinds of mm-hmm. records, national records. I was all American, like I was winning all these awards yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nothing had changed. I was the same player, I was the same, I had the same capabilities, everything. It was just that one mental change that I made. And then I ended up getting drafted playing professionally off from that, off from that one, that one decision of like, I don't want to play scared anymore. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. And then also yeah. that helped
1: me for when mm-hmm. my friends came into town and were drinking a lot and, I'm, and then I had to pitch the next day. <laughs> you know how to figure out a way to just like exactly. hey i gotta figure out how to get this done
0: <laughs> yep you're either you're either gonna play or you're not gonna play and you know if you if you play you can at least say you tried right. yeah john well i was gonna say uh before like john was always we uh, i always
2: looked at john when he was doing his youtube or what he was doing in college or like mm-hmm. even when he was doing a pro he was he was see i never knew that about him i always mm-hmm. saw him he was always the the ringleader in our group okay. he was always the first to like when we did something bad, man, it was led by John <laughs> and yeah. I. Was, and you know, we we were like we would feed off each other. So it, you know, I never I never knew that. But to us, what he showed us was it was the first to go move forward and do things. And he he was always pushing me to try things with wrestling, do this. There's so many ways to to keep moving forward with wrestling. And so, yeah, with this YouTube channel, I was gonna say, and uh, I was gonna say that you've traveled oh. some time with with. Uh, with your you Go pro baseball youtube channel and you've got was it you've done china you've gone to china you've gone to korea yeah,
1: uh china taiwan, taiwan um germany um and then all over the united states wild so, um, what are the big
2: what are some big differences you notice in from them and us and here in the united states
1: uh, like what china china, and like they, china yeah 100. like the
2: training their foot their baseball with the kids what you're you're teaching to them are they the same like the basics uh how they approach baseball
1: yeah so um so really there's two big different philosophies in baseball in the world there's a the japanese philosophy and there's the american philosophy of baseball two very different philosophies i'm i'm sure it's similar with wrestling you got I don't know, but I'm sure there's Japanese wrestling yep. and then there's WWE wrestling or American <laughs> wrestling. Um, and uh, so there's those two big philosophies. So all the other countries are pulling from either one of those. And so they've, they usually have mixed philosophies. Obviously baseball isn't as big in those countries as in Japan and America. So they're kind of just like having like this hodgepodge of information. Um, they're definitely behind, um, but A lot of the world, it seems like it's catching up now, especially because of YouTube and the Internet and stuff like now they have access to the information. Um, So the game has really changed rapidly and, and people are growing a lot faster, even in countries that don't have a big baseball presence.
0: I, I got to know the difference because we do, we do talk about the difference between American wrestling and Japanese wrestling on this podcast a lot. So I feel like I would be doing the listeners a disservice if I didn't ask, what is the the difference between Japanese, uh, the way Japanese view baseball and the way Americans kind of uh, the, the two mentalities to baseball.
1: So the, uh, like if putting it in this, I could talk for an hour about the differences, but yeah, putting, we got it the most simple, <laughs> putting it in the most simple way is the, Japanese are more like um they're very st- structured in the way they do things okay so they they will do like um you know a lot of different things leading up to the games for instance like they'll have their very uh, uh, ritual oriented type thing mm-hmm. going into the into the games where Americans are almost like especially at the highest level like in professional baseball you know guys are like ah you know, I'm gonna. I don't feel like taking batting practice today, so they won't do it. Or they'll, you know, they 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 just create their own routines. Everyone in yeah. America has their own individual routines. But gotcha. well, over there in Japan, it's more like, all right, this is what we're doing today. We're gonna run 20 poles, you know, and they're running 20 poles before the game. You know, poles are just uh, running from the foul pole to foul pole in the outfield. Oh. That's, that's what they call a pole.
0: So it's, it's more of like a, it's more of a team mentality. Cause like with, with, with Japan, it doesn't matter if you just got traded or if you're, you know, been there for 10 years, the team is going to run the, the drills. Whereas in America, they're like, look, what worked for me in Seattle is going to work for me in Texas. It's going to work for me in Florida. And so they just kind of, they develop their own, own ways.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's probably the biggest thing. Obviously there's a lot of, a lot of different intricacies Obviously yeah. the Americans like to, throw over you know throw as fast as they possibly can and hit massive home runs mm-hmm. and then you know in japan you have got guys who are more like you know trying to play the play the game put the ball in, in different spots and <laughs> obviously their pitchers got nasty stuff like nasty yeah. pitches versus speed you know yeah. not a lot of them are, go, those guys are throwing as fast as we do over here uh okay. but uh yes yeah, it's, it's it's you know definitely two different philosophies but uh, not to say either one is wrong or right, you know. No,
0: it's it, and that's because the, we we get into. I just had to ask because we get into that a lot on the podcast about this difference in philosophies that Japanese wrestling and American wrestling have, and it sounds like Atama. Correct me if I'm wrong that the the Japanese. Uh, idea of baseball, the American idea of baseball, are very similar to the way their ideas of, of wrestling differ. Of oh, that fair. kind of, that kind of, oh, not yeah. necessarily a diligence, but a, a team diligence, or in wrestling's case, a promotional yes. diligence.
2: Oh yeah, one hundred percent, man. I, very, very similar. Um, yeah, I agree. Nice.
0: Well, this is this has been an enlightening hour, and uh, what <laughs> we're, at, we're at about an hour and one minutes here. Thank you to all of the uh, the people in the chat that have joined us. Oh, I do because because everyone in the chat has been very uh, adamant about getting this this answered Tama, we got to know cuz you talked about how you you were sneaking out a lot and sneaking out wasn't the hard part getting home was the hard part did you ever get caught did you ever did the never hammer ever have to caught, ca- Never
2: got caught. Oh, uh, never got caught man. Damn. Yeah, uh there was a there was there was a time where I came back and the lights in uh-huh. the house was on. Oh. And I was sh- I was shitting bricks man and <laughs> but <laughs> It was actually my mom was just up in the living room reading and at, at six o'clock in the goddamn morning. I don't know why, but <laughs> but, but I snuck in with the lights on. Hell yeah. Yeah. Never video, got
1: bro. never got caught until they watched this podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hold on, man. Let me let me tell y'all something, man. John's mom ratted me out, man, without even knowing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> amazing amazing i had nah. to ask people in people in the chat were getting very uh, they wanted to know they had because you cause we we've we've heard the stories we know that haku is is haku but your mom is the one that she, she brings the yeah, hammer man. down haku is afraid of my mom and so is everyone else in our, <laughs> yep. in our family
2: man she's she's the the ruler she's the <laughs> with the iron finger man
1: and yep. so <laughs> she's a uh, she's great <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this awesome. <is> great <laughs> awesome well but well she made all that that food man she always had the food cooking oh man
0: come she, over let me
1: she spoiled the shit out of john man he
2: I don't know what was about him but he'd come <laughs> over and my mom get up and start cooking him some food and I'm like what the hell you don't even cook us food <laughs> no, or as much as this guy man she'd, no, I, get I, out, I, she'd get out the she'd go the whole nine yards for him man yep. I'm
0: like some bullshit, man. But John, John always get fat in my house, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's that's what it's all about. You got you no matter what you no matter how you look, you're too thin to, to the moms. Um Damn. That was good
1: food, I'll tell you that.
0: I, I bet John
2: had a lot of tongue and food, man. My, my parents prepared uh, a lot of tongue and food, so he was okay. introduced to our, our Our culture, food, our food culture.
0: How do you go? Yeah, I just your culinary culture. You're taking on a a culinary tour of 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 Tonga. Oh, Um, well, this is this has been awesome. Like I said, thank you to everyone in the chat who uh, who joined in. We got your question answered. Please leave me alone now. Uh, And uh, (laughs) John, where can uh, where can people find you if you want them to find you out on the the social media?
1: yeah they can find me if there's any baseball people in here you can find oh there me. are <laughs> you go pro baseball uh that's the that's the social handles and website and all that good stuff awesome well, yeah uh
2: you can you guys can find me at uh on twitter at uh tama underscore tonga or on instagram the good bad guy tama tonga and also we'll we'll have uh john's handle on the description here on the podcast and also on youtube uh, we'll put his uh, his uh, you go pro his links uh, the, the description for you guys, and
1: his Twitter and his Instagram for you guys. All right, hell yeah. And if you guys oh, need any um, uh, Bullet Club shirts, hit me up. <laughs> oh man, hey, I was gonna
0: say, those, you can't talk about <laughs> yeah, Let's let's Just be real. You're al- you're already in enough trouble with Carl. You might as well add add a little bit more heat to the fire. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, uh, at Ross Berman IV on Instagram, all the music's at rossberman.bandcamp.com. Uh, head, head on over to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. We're doing the happy hours. I think we're gonna do another watch along this week of, of AEW. Yep. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun uh, a fun time over on the Patreon. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, John, for, for coming on and, and telling all of Thomas' secrets. I think we need <laughs> we need to have you on again so we can get more uh, out of the vault. And and Tama, as always, thank you for for your yeah. time. Guys,
2: thank you. Thank very you, nice Ross. For thank us. you, Thomas. Yeah. Thanks for
0: having me. It was awesome. Thanks, Ross. Thank you, John. Thank you very
2: much, guys. Guys on the chat, thank you for joining us on, on Twitch. And uh, join us again at patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. You guys, enjoy your week. We'll see you guys tomorrow on the Watch Along. You guys, see you guys next week. All right, have a safe one.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom course with Thomas video versions of the podcast and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.